Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, Dave Sturgeo, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, America's fan Keith Ernst. What's going on, fellas? Did we enjoy the draft? But I mean, Brett, you're literally uh, a hop like a stone's throw from the festivities. Did you decide to go over there and hang out and like schmooze with some of the draft picks or you just nah? absolutely 200 percent stayed away from all that. A little busy out there in Vegas this past week. Yeah, I saw some pictures. Looked a little, looked a little packed. Oh, it was insane, man. I mean, you know, it just, it's like, it was like one of those things that you just, did, I didn't want to be a part of, you know? Yeah. Why well, be a part of it? I'd that, rather man. just sit home, enjoy myself, watch our one pick on Thursday, <laughs> which I like, by the way. I, I like. All right. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. It's been, a, it was an interesting draft to say the least. Uh, a little bit of a reach, I think, uh, in the first round. We'll talk about that. But, Keith, overall, you you come out of this, you think we're a better team than we were when we got trounced by the 49ers or what? Dude, we're going, to, we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, perfect. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah. All right, so, look, the draft comes and goes. It's uh, Sunday night as we record this for a Monday morning release. Um, the dust has settled, have you. Um, there is a, uh, a lot of – Optimism in the air, of course, with the Cowboys and what they did with their draft picks. They had a first round, a second round, a third round, a fourth round. They had four fifth round picks and a sixth round pick. So they did, uh, you know, relatively well. Uh, I think Dan Quinn was in there with a gun to the head of, of whoever was making the picks in some of these instances where, um, you know, you would think that they needed certain positions. And then we went defense, defense, defense towards the back end. But we'll get into it because what I want to do is I want to kind of grade the picks. You know, you're I'm you're down. eight. A through F, you know, give me like your knee jerk reaction. Look, the, the draft's a crapshoot, right? Everybody thinks that like they they know more than the next guy. And there's like a, oh, there's a pre-draft ranking and this guy tested well. well. Hold this on, guy ran Dave, the 40. Really, and, what? Search. I, my my rule of thumb is whatever Mel Kuyper says, <laughs> I go the opposite and it's usually right. Hey, listen, uh, usually uh, Mel Kuyper is... I mean, look, he's got the best job in the world. I mean, like the guy, all he has to do is watch film and pretend that he knows about everybody, about anybody. And and he does it. And if he's wrong, he's wrong. And there's no repercussions. There should be a like ESPN should go out there and say, like, look, Mel, if you get three wrong, you're fired. <laughs> you know, first of all, first of all, Vanna White has the best job in the world. That's the first thing. <laughs> this is very second true. thing. Second thing. <laughs> And wait, Keith, Vanna White, we, we should list the best jobs. Vanna White, uh, uh-huh. Michael Anthony of Van Halen, remember? He just yeah. sat there and play, played the bass. <laughs> he, he was, and he reaped all job. the benefits. He got all the ass, yeah. But no, I was going to say that. Um, And uh, secondly, uh, you know what Mel, Mel, Mel Kuyper and I, me and Brett had a discussion on the phone about Mel Kuyper, but mm. believe it or not, that's who he picked us to get. Did you, you know that, right? Well, that was his final mock draft, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. crazy because when we picked him, then he bashed it. It's like, <laughs> you're the one that said we should take him or we're going to take him. Like, well, well, not necessarily. I mean, like, it's it's not. It's one thing. <laughs> it's one thing for somebody to say who they're going to pick, but it's not necessarily a good pick. There were, look, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, there were multiple people that were putting it out there into the universe that we were going to take this kid uh, first. And, and I didn't hear any of this until draft day which is crazy because it's like 
Okay, you have all these Tyler Lindenbaums of the world. And you have Kenyon Green. You got Jermaine Johnson. You got all these guys, right? And we wind up with the most generic um, name of all time, and it's Tyler Smith. He goes first. Um, yeah. He's an offensive tackle, which is, by the way, you know what? What Stephen Jones has gone on record already and said that he's going to just take over the left side of the ball, the left side of the, the offensive line. He's going to compete to start at left guard, which he's a natural tackle. Which again, if you move inside, uh, outside to inside, I feel like you can do that. To move somebody inside out, I feel like that's a bigger transition. So if they're taking this big hoss and they're putting him on the inside, I'm with that. So I think with the pick, and they're calling him one of the nastiest dudes out there. I don't know if you've watched some film on him, but he can maul people. I um I, I have, and and not I'm sure the only time we heard of this uh, uh, player was in a mock draft. Otherwise, none of us would know. I and mean, you really don't pay attention to offensive linemen. Nobody really Especially does. Especially from Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't watched his highlights, I could – and here's another thing. Don't forget, everyone likes to bag on the Joneses, okay? They're pretty good at picking offensive linemen. Yeah, really I mean, look, especially the, in the first round. I mean, and having and having inklings that guys would be there. So if this was the guy that they had coveted, yeah. he stayed there. They took a risk back when they drafted Travis Frederick. Remember, they they yeah. traded back and landed Travis Frederick. Travis Frederick, uh, um, uh, Tyrone Smith, and uh, and Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. Zach Those Martin was the, the Zach Martin was the worrisome one. I thought for sure Jerry was going to get his way and we we're going to get Johnny Manziel. And we yeah, decided yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. draft Zach Martin but, instead. Thank but God. I would say when I saw when I watch it, what I like about his play, what I like about his play, is it's very um um na it's nasty. It's like '90s Cowboys esque. Like Brett was saying, um, he reminded him of uh, um, Larry Allen a little bit just by his attitude, not his. You know, size, you, know well, you know, he's too. more. But wait, he's he's got a, he's a little bit Larry Allen and a lot of Keith's mom. <laughs> but dude so what i Balling like about, people what i like what i like about his highlights what i like about his highlights is he he doesn't stop yeah like he's got a good he, motor like even even when the play's away he likes to make sure the person is on the ground you know what i mean yeah it's almost right. like a one-on-one -on -one drill more than him blocking for you know it's I, I, don't, I don't know if i don't know if you know this keith but he took 73 he took his number, so he's he a took Larry he's a Allen's number. There you go. Yeah, oh, wow, so that's awesome. That's and he said he's paying homage to to one of the greatest to ever do it. And and look, that's a lot to live up to. He's a Hall of Famer. The guy benched like two twenty five about forty eight times or whatever. There's a lot to live up to when it comes yeah. to Larry Allen. Well, um, I, I'm glad we picked him. I just I think he would have been around in the second round as well. I you know, but who well, knows? Some a lot, a lot of people were saying that he was mocked to tail end the first round. So like. Maybe you wouldn't have. Maybe he would have been. Look, a first I'm one of those. Else. You don't hedge your bets. You, you get who you want. If he was top on their board, they had their choice. We have to trust the scouts. And not only is is Dallas good at assessing linemen, they we we're always talented. It's, ne it's never like we don't have talent. You, you know, we we're always the most talented team in the NFL. We just don't get it done in, yeah. on the sidelines. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, very true. I was thinking that today, and, bro. Same thing. Well, yeah, we we always man. We've we've gotten everybody from Miles Austin to even uh, Romo. Uh, what, bro? But I'm saying like we're, we're, we've always had good talent assessment. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like I like the kid. The one thing I was gonna say is is that you can't um you can't teach attitude. You could teach uh, fundamentals. You could teach technique. You know what I mean? Um, you just can't teach with with that 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 instinct. And the kid came in and. He just looks, he looks like a dick. And, and I, and I say that in a, in a good way. 
Have you seen the comparison uh, to what he looks like as far as in the face to a larger Amari Cooper? Have you seen those? Yes, I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I saw somebody. I won't. I won't say as derogatory as what it said. It, like somebody was like, "Bro, we just drafted the fat Amari Cooper." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is hilarious. Yeah, but when you see him sitting in the in the office and he's looking out on the field and he was saying exactly what he wants to do and. I mean, you know, you can't teach that. And you know what else is good, too, is that receiver kid we took. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So overall, overall, first-round draft pick grade, I I went on record already. I I won't, like, hedge my bets. Um, I went on record and said this was a uh, C+. Uh, No. I I do like the pick. I just think think that there's an unfortunate unfortunate, um, thing that happens when you draft a kid like this, when you never heard of him. I mean, obviously, I heard of him, but, like, I there was no reason for me to think that he was going to be the pick. But when there is a Tyler Lindenbaum on the on the the draft board at the time, and he was picked literally next, that's where I think the Cowboys dropped the ball a little bit. They could have had a very very good center who could have shifted to guard. Now we have a tackle who shifts to guard. I listen. I have all the optimism for him. I think he's a gritty, nasty dude, and I think he fits the mold. If we're trying to change the culture and try to get some guys, like I don't know if you noticed this as a whole before we like actually dive into the specific picks. There are some nasty dudes that they drafted, and I feel like they're going into this season saying, we just got punched in the mouth by the 49ers. We're not going to let that happen again. We got to get some guys that are some hard-nosed assholes. You know what I'm saying? Like hard-nosed dudes that are going to be total pieces of shit on the field That's what and, you need. And with, with justification behind it. You mean people that aren't scared in the locker room according right. to their head right. coach. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I give it a C-plus given the fact that we don't know a lot about him, and we also he, – he's – the Cowboys are the, were the most penalized team in the league last year, and this kid, that was one of his raw things, is that he was every his hands would get under the pads too much, and he was called for a lot of holding calls last year. So that's oh. what worries me. But again, optimistic that he can be a, a uh, line. Well, well let, 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 let's let's also put it out there that you know um, that's something that could be fixed. True. But a lot a lot of those penalties uh, were were bullshit calls on us. I get it. I'm just saying you want to start tightening up as far as penalties called you know it doesn't help to bring in somebody who's heavily penalized that's all that's all i'm saying go ahead, he, bro. you go next oh, all right yeah brett go ahead i i gave it a b b plus and okay. um it, it, we based it on need we're going to need help on the outside uh not not to put down you know what a, what a center does but it's not as important as a tackle and a guard if, if you're looking at all three positions right on the offensive line Tackles first priority, guard is second, center is third. So I would rather have a guy that goes outside in, and, and, and you know, like like you you had already addressed that earlier. Um, uh, you know, no. Where did Larry Allen go? Sonoma State. You know, yeah, no, uh, small my, school. My yeah. buddy Michael Roos played at Washington State. You you don't know where these great uh, offensive tackles or linemen when they're being assessed. People that there are people that are specifically zero in on that. And, and, and again, I, I want to, I, I trust the judgment of our scouts. Um, I, and, and we address need and we, we needed a tackle. We needed offensive line. I we 100- both all, we both all said that we needed it. Yeah, no, so, I, I agree. I 100% wholeheartedly agree that addressing the offensive line first and foremost, addressing the offensive line first and foremost was the play. Like you had to so do it. Based so based on, Based on need, based on athleticism, based on attitude, and based on uh, uh, trusting our scouts, I give it a B, B plus. All right. Um, Keith? A plus, Super Bowl, next. 
<laughs> I say um, now here here's a and adding on to what Brett said. This is what I always bring this up with Emmett Smith because I cannot stand the stupid generic. Oh, it's his offensive line comment. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, he only life. has one. He only has one Hall of Famer on that offensive line. So not only, that's not even what I'm saying. We didn't have no. one first rounder on that offensive line. Not Touché. one. Touche. Okay. As a matter of fact, I believe Nate Newton was undrafted. So I meant you can find offensive linemen in other in other in other rounds. It doesn't have to be the first round. But like I said before, they're pretty good at at assessing offensive linemen. Will McClay is pretty good at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um at first I wasn't crazy about the pick, as you guys know. Um, I wanted defense because I think that's gonna be, you know, the strongest um push on our team. But after actually really assessing and thinking about it and looking at the highlights and hearing him talk and calming down a little bit. I give it a minus a minus. Okay. I think, I think he's going to be a successful offensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Do you know what we just did? You know what we just did going from Sturch to a C plus to me to a B B plus and you to an A we crescendoed. <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time. Since we have we've not crescendoed, crescendoed in a podcast. while. And that's been a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So second round. All right. Um, we address another need. Now, look, we lost Randy Gregory uh, last year to free agency. We added Dante Fowler. We also re-signed Dorrance Armstrong to a nice little deal. We decided to take 56th overall Sam Williams, which, by the way, uh, he's from Mississippi. Sam Williams went on the Blog and the Boys podcast network on their YouTube channel and said, I want to be referred to as D. Williams. Like, no more Sam. Like, he changed his name literally before he can even get his feet wet. I don't know why. But anyway, so it's D. Williams. It's D. D.E. Williams. And I was like, wasn't that day? And they're like, no, it's D. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, oh, so yeah. it's not so it's not an initial. It's actually D.E. is his name. Yeah, like my mother's name is D. D.E.E. Like, but, uh, oh, 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 okay. So it's not yeah. like, you're, so your mom, oh, so it's D. It's D. Yeah. You're, all right. You, yeah. you do realize that you just gave us fodder right now. Yeah. Sure, fine. <laughs> so you, he basically named himself after your mom. <laughs> I told you it's one short E, man. One short E. Anyway, shut up. Was it um, for defensive end? What it is. is it? Uh, it could be. I mean, he does play edge. He does defensive end. So it's it's D. Williams. Anyway, so he comes out of Minnesota, Minnesota uh, Mississippi. He's one of the best pass rushers in this draft, and that's been talked about and told. Um, he does have one red flag where he got some kind of issue in 2020 with a girl. Um, that's been dropped, and it, but you know how the Cowboys are for whatever reason. Maybe this gets brought up again. I don't know. It just happened. It just happened. I don't know. Um, but immediately needs to replace Randy Gregory. I think there's a chance um, that there's a nice little committee over there. So I don't think there's going to be that much pressure to to uh, to to you know start. Um, but the notable athleticism comps is Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, Shaq Lawson, and Jermaine Johnson. So some of the notable names he's being already compared to. I went on record and gave this a B plus already. Because I think, A, it addresses a need. B, Dan Quinn loves this kid. He actually worked with him on his pro day, um, like one-on-one. There was plenty of film on that where it's just like he wouldn't stop working with this kid. So, obviously, there was something about him. Um, so, I'm giving him the B-plus based on need and based off of – of uh, it's a value pick for me. I know a lot of people said this was a little bit of a reach and they could have got this guy in the third round. But that was like sort of like the story with the Cowboys this week. A lot of reaches – but I feel like if they have a plan, and just like uh, Brett said before about the first round, if you have a guy that you covet, just go get him. Like, there's no reason to like take 
draft grades and shit and worry about that stuff. Just go get the guy you like. So I like this B plus Keith. I, I, I actually, um, I agree. I actually give it an A. Okay. I meant, and, and the main reason why is once again, I, look, I'm watching, I'm watching these highlights. He's a strength guy. He's, freaking, he's yeah. all over the place. And I can see while I'm watching it, I'm thinking of Dan Quinn system, which I've brought up on this uh, podcast plenty of times, but there's one thing that, I don't like what people are doing and they're discrediting our Dante Fowler uh, pickup. Like they're, they're oh, not. Yeah. This guy's, not, this guy's going to replace. Um, no, I mean, look, the guy's had, oh, he's at, he's, he's a third. He was a third pick in the first round of 2015. Okay. He, he has almost 40 sacks. He was on some terrible teams. As soon as he got in Atlanta with Quinn, Quinn, Quinn was fired. So he really didn't have time to be with him. So I'm pretty excited about not only having a, um, of having this new draft choice, but also Fowler, man, both of them together, you know, rotating. Doing I, I got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This is, this is something that I've discussed with a couple of my colleagues. What would you rather have right now? Would you rather have D Williams, which is our rookie D Williams, Dorrance Armstrong and Dante Fowler as a trio rotation or rotation as Brett would say, or Randy Gregory. Oh, um, well, pro- you mean just Randy Gregory? Just Randy Gregory. No, I take the rotation. Okay, that's the, I, I take was the, the same rotation. Way. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. So you're giving an A. I give it a B plus. Are we still? Are we crescendoing all the way up to A plus, or are we going downward here, Brett? No, we're going to plateau at the B plus. Um, okay. Because uh, I agree again, man. It's hard to give somebody an A when. Uh, here was my big nervousness, and I, and I didn't understand why there was the the talk. I thought. People were talking about we were going to get a tight end. And I'm like, what? Wait, why would we do that? There's right? a lot of people within the, uh, the the Cowboys media that said that tight end was a need. I wasn't one of those guys. I, I didn't and, think it was but, a need. And, and this, kid, this kid was still on the board. Again, you, it's not like I, I, I can't even name the guys on our team without uh, – I just know who they are. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. I, I'm not big with the names and the research. So That's been as, since episode one, ladies and gents. Uh, as as we that's been my whole life, right? You know, I can just break down coverages, what's wrong in a game, and talent wise, you know what I mean. But the 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 point is, is that as as I researched this kid, this kid go, he's got a motor, man, doesn't stop. Um, it, it, and it looks like he could complement um, what's his name, number eleven, Parsons, really, yeah. really well. Uh, and that's what the, to fly is. all over the field like that. Um, and, and again, he's one of those guys that he could come off the edge and, and I bet Dan, Dan thinks he could get into coverage. Look, one of the hardest things to do, and, and especially today with a lot of the spread offenses, right? Cause it, the, the way a lot of these offenses trend is a lot like how the West coast offense used to be right. Quick outs, uh, just, just spreading the field to get any type of a, a player that could get under the curl, get in coverage, get in the flats, and it, like a Micah Parsons, I think this kid can do that. And again, I, I'm 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 assuming that that's what Dan Quinn was seeing, that uh, that this kid could get into coverage and put, maybe even play linebacker. You know, have you pop ever, out, pop out in stunts. Have you know? guys actually seen the comparison between him and Parsons as far as looks? They almost look virtually identical. Yeah, <laughs> like, they were saying like it's like brothers. Brother, like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, brother, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think, so- I think that this is a, a good compliment to Parsons, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing these two together a lot. You know what I mean? 
We'll see. I like we'll see. I like the pick a lot, man. I think it was great. I just give it a B plus because it's hard. It's like you know giving an A to somebody that we just don't know. Like most of Brett's, uh, I mean, most of Keith's uh, grades have been A's. <laughs> so, anyway, baby, moving on, moving on to the third round, in which this was my favorite pick, to be honest with you. I, I, it was so far throughout the I draft. I love this when, pick, too. When the draft was happening, this is the number 88 overall, which, again, maybe it's something to the number, uh, uh-huh. being the 88th pick in the draft. This is Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. He's a deep vertical threat. He could play all three spots, the X, Y, and the Z, and um, he was expected hey. to fill the role of one Cedric Wilson. And what was really impressive is the way the risk. I want to go first on this. This is Mm -hmm. a B plus as well. Uh, And um, what was really impressive was the way the position coach was, was fighting for this guy. He came in the the room and was like, look, this guy's going to be the last guy to lead the field. We need this type of kid in the locker room Um, and the sincerity in it. and, And, you know, the kid just couldn't, couldn't wait. I'm telling you, man, these 20-somethings are built way differently than the millennial. These Gen Z kids are built way differently. And I see it over and over and over in again. In a good way, though, you think? In a in a great way, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So not like whining and just complaining about everything? Nah, man. They, it's, <laughs> dude, listen. No, for real, man. And you see this more consistently. They're not as soft. They're uh, they're more loyal, more de- like look at what Giannis did it, it, with Milwaukee, right? Yeah. That, that they have that type of mentality where look, we're gonna play. I want to play with this team. I want to be the best. You know what I mean? And look, mm-hmm. you're gonna have again exceptions to everything, but there's this old school mentality with a lot of these younger kids that I'm seeing, man. Even right. even with Dak and Zeke, and and you know, they they're they're more. I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I, You're going I, again. B plus. I, I went on record already. I said B plus as well for the value of this pick. I was actually on a lot the, the the draft show live stream with blogging the boys when this pick happened and they were banging on the table for this guy for like like up to 10 picks prior. They're like, Tolbert's got to be the guy. We got to zero in on Tolbert and sure as shit, it happens. And I was very pumped about it. Um, we got to, I got to interview him, which was pretty dope. He came onto the show. I got to talk to the kid. Uh, he seems very cool, very humble, uh, very driven, kind of ve- very big chip on the shoulder type guy where he's out to prove everything, just like you said, Brett. Um, he is a Yankee fan, by the way. He did not start playing football until junior year of high school in his life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, and you don't understand why we're owing that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But I do know that junior year of high school was the first year that he played football. Yankee fan. Um because he told me he, he followed baseball more than anything else growing up. But here he is, man. We needed a wide receiver. Right now, we don't know the status of Michael Gallup. We might miss him for the first month of the year. You don't know. Nobody actually knows. So if you're looking at CeeDee Lamb to be your new wide receiver one, and across from him is, is James Washington, who they signed in the offseason, which, by the way, not a bad pickup at all for the hey, price. Hey, I was with a lot, a lot. Of, I was with the whole Steelers crew, the morning radio show this weekend, and they just said, good luck with him. And I'm like, he got lost I'm, on the depth chart, man. He got lost. I, I was like, yo, I, I think it was also Roethlisberger, man. Yeah, you Roethlisberger know? was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league the last two, three years. So, or as as far as like he could still win I, games, but like I have hopes wise, for this whatever. Kid. I have hopes for this kid. For, yeah, Tolbert. I, I, well, as far as Washington, but then there's there's going to be a fight with the playmaker Noah Brown, and he's going to be competing with, uh, you know, with with Tolbert. And I think that I, we might have seen the end of Simi Fajoko before we can even see him. Um, I, I still think we should have kept Cedric Wilson over uh, Gallup. 
We actually mentioned that the other day. A couple of us said that, you know, Cedric Wilson, he chased the dollars, man. He is being completely buried on that depth chart right now. There is, yeah, I mean, he might not yeah, any balls, no targets for Cedric Wilson. It's going to be rough, tough sledding for over there. Hey, look, let him prove me wrong, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. And to go from Dak to Tua, forget it. But anyway, Keith, what are you grading this? Um, I give him a, a, a B minus. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, once again, they're, they're pretty good at picking receivers too. I mean, especially in the, in the first few rounds, uh, based mm-hmm. on our history, uh, Mike McCarthy, um, I was pretty impressed when he said that, uh, <laughs> I'm this, by the way, I'm what he said. He's like, I'm really excited. He said he can run the whole route tree. Like, can't every receiver well, run the whole not. Tree? No, believe it or not, though. That's a, what do you mean? A no, of... I don't, I don't understand that. Well, that's... no, because I'm going to run it. I know well, my no, brother's I'm gonna, shaking his head. I'm so. going to explain it to you. Like okay. some, some receivers run the deep post better than they can run a slant. You know what I mean? Like this kid can apparently run them all crisp. Um, he, he, we don't know his route running ability. He's probably not going to live up to Amari well, Cooper. I don't know about that. I would think that an NFL wide receiver that every single receiver would run him crisp. That's just what I would think. Yeah, I don't think so. I think there's the certain case. guys that do better things better, and then certain yeah. guys that can't run the comeback route or can't. Now, I don't know. Does he? Or... Uh, uh, was he? Was he a kick returner or a punt returner? Do we know? Mm, not, not that I'm aware of. No. We're still That's looking for that guy, Keith. <laughs> I know, I know. But overall, no, he, especially after listening to you guys, I didn't know the story that Brett told about the receiver coach coming in and uh Oh, you didn't know that story? Pitching him. No, I didn't know Yo, that. Yo, go to Dallas Cowboys. I believe Dallas Cowboys Twitter or DallasCowboys.com. There is actual film on this guy. Like, yeah, he was he was kind of like he was like, dude, we gotta get this guy. Like, that's okay. the guy. So it's actually but he kept really talking cool video. about the kid's attitude and, and his work ethic, yeah. and he said, you know, nice. <laughs> and, and the I kid might've... called and he's like, just I'm ready to go to work. Just tell me when. Yeah, right, let's do it. like I said, I yeah. talked to him, I talked to him for like three minutes. You can already read that you he's feel just it, like, huh? "Yo, let's go." You know, all right, like, all right, let's roll. And all bro, right, so and we- not to mention too, getting back to the route tree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are some people that run better posts, and I mean that was what made Amari Cooper so special. That he could run everything. That, Absolutely, he, yeah, he can run the every best route runner. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I noticed about this kid too, um, that on some of his highlights instinctually right maybe it's because he played baseball you know i you know you see him make a lot of one-handed catches right could be but a thing, yeah. and i want you to look at it again but when he catches it's it's more instinctually than it is like you know like looking at it it's almost just like yeah it, like it's he just well, knows where it is yeah for for every great catch that he does have on film there is a little bit of a um Jesus Christ, <laughs> a little bit of a, a whatchamacall. A, um, there is a couple times where he's caught with his body, and, and you know, he's got to fix that. But he's a raw kid, so I, I fully expect him to I, work I, with his receiver. Coach one, he made some one-handed catches. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Just he's, like, got the he was just there. Dude, was just, you, know, uh, you know the lower bowl of AT&T Stadium? Not lower, but the lower area. Mm-hmm. They, you know how they, they, get the, they come out and they shoot like shirts like up to the top? <laughs> Tier, they didn't reach. They didn't Brett's, reach me and Brett. By the Brett, way, I know Brett's mom was in the lower bowl when they shot it all the way to the top tier. You should have seen that one-handed catch. <laughs> she Odell'd it. Just like, I don't she, know. You, I thought, oh, that, Keith's mom. Keith's mom just throws him out. She up, throws him. Up, <laughs> throws the shirts. <laughs> she's a So all of a sudden, she's a she's a t-shirt tosser. All right, they um, land in the parking lot <laughs> through, through the roof through the hole in the roof. Oh man! All right, so round four, little tricky here. Uh, We go 129th overall from Wisconsin, tight end Jake Ferguson. 
not to be mistaken with Jake McQuaid. <laughs> this is Jake Ferguson, tight end out of Wisconsin. Um, the notable athleticism comp is a Hunter Henry. He's a stout blocker, security blanket type of target. Um, he does lack the burst and speed. But then I ask you guys, have we ever had an athletic tight end? <laughs> like, yeah, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek, jumping Jay, right? But that's, yeah. that's really – but even him, like he's not going to burn you. You, you know, know like Doug, Jason Witten was slow. Doug, right, Doug Cosby dude. was kind of fast, Keith, right? Yeah, Cosby was fast, yeah. Billy Joe Dupree was amazing. Um, but but, but no, I'm just saying just, the MO, just the MO of the tight end position, the MO of the tight end position for the Cowboys has been slow, stocky, and white. <laughs> <laughs> for the last the for the last 10 years or whatever however right long, right it's been a while. all right so i listen i didn't i thought there was other options on the board at this moment you know and like i said i dove heavy into the draft really close to the draft so i wasn't one of these guys that like start studying next year's class today you know like i was just realizing that there was a couple guys on the on the board one being um uh i forget his name Shit, it was a linebacker that I really wanted. I wanted to. Oh, the kid from linebacker. LSU. Well, we we'll, we'll get into him because we nailed that. Uh, but which I'm call. We uh, there was other guys on the board at this time, and we addressed tight end. And when I think they addressed tight end was for this sole reason. We already have Dalton Schultz. Obviously, they released Blake Jarwin, but we have Sean McEwen and we have Jeremy Sprinkle. Right as of right now. So the only issue is that uh, Dalton Schultz is on, is playing on the franchise tag. So if they get cheap again come next year and they can't afford to sign Dalton Schultz, maybe that's why all of a sudden they got to address this now than then later. So that's why they drafted him. I give it a C plus because he's very comparable to the rest of the tight ends that are on our team already. Like they're looking at him like another Sean McEwen. And I'm just like, well, then why, why, why do you need him? You know, it's another one that kind of, there's the, the, the big room, not the rumor, but like, you know, the, the feeling around Dallas is that we don't, don't have any blocking tight ends except for like Jeremy Sprinkle who comes in on like second and goal at the one, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't get a lot of reps. This kid can actually block, which is good for the Cowboys, but overall I don't see the need for the tight end here unless I'm talking contract Keith. I give it an A. What the, f yes, right? I do. No, You're I'm okay? fine. And I'll tell you why. I told you I was going to research all this stuff, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know where they say this guy doesn't have a burst. I mean, there were designed screenplays for him, like like if he was a receiver or something. Mm -hmm. um, fantastic route runner. He uh, he, he definitely, definitely um, – I mean, he played for Wisconsin. And once – when I'm watching highlights, you know what I look at more than what they're doing is the competition, who they're going against. Correct. He was – he. I mean, he was catching balls – in traffic, he's hard to bring down, man. The guy is hard to bring down. That's what I noticed, too. And like you said, Sturch, um, the blocking aspect for him. I'm guaranteeing you, what you nailed it, what you said with Schultz. That is exactly what's going on here. This guy is gonna, this guy is gonna, he's gonna blossom in training camp. He's gonna have a decent season as the second tight end. And then they're not they're not gonna have to pay Schultz all that money. And Ferguson is going to slide right, right in there, and that's exactly what they're doing. All right, so I like him. I'm going to like him, and he's big, dude. He's a big fucker. He is, man. He is a big dude. That's yeah. uh, I, I give it a B, a B, 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 B plus again. Um, Turd Ferguson's amazing. <laughs> 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 now nah, he has. Uh, he's a big dude, man, and he can block. And you know, it's I saw that little critique that they did on him. The the burst of speed. Does it really matter? When you're that big, you, I would rather you be uh, able to get open 
right? And be able to block. It's If that's the one thing that you don't want or don't really care about your tight end, in, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And again, we're going to be protecting Dak. This is very important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and sure. and I would rather have a tight end that could get open, make receptions, and uh, but can block his ass off. And that's the, that's that was the most impressive thing is how how fucking big he is, dude. He's huge. Just remember his yak. That's all I'm telling you guys when he's playing. Okay, all right. we'll see because because he's going to be hard to bring down. He's going to be watching him. That's what I saw. He's a big dude. He moves well for a big dude, and he's hard to bring down. All right. So we got ourselves another tight end. Hopefully he makes the team and and, makes and, and I agree with you, Sturge. I think it, I think this was because of of Schultz. Because if Schultz has a break, all right. The, and this is the other thing I want to bring out. If he has a breakout if, year, he's going to break the bank. <laughs> right. Like, if Schultz has a breakout year, then he's getting paid. Um, and if he doesn't, we need a backup plan. Did you guys hear? Not, not to sidetrack too much, but did you hear the Stephen Jones thing? Um, they asked they asked them if they looked at any running backs, and they signed a couple. Uh, in the undrafted free agency period, right? And they asked him, did you guys consider drafting any running backs? And he's like, yeah, we did. And he just bluntly put out there, he goes, he goes, yeah, we did because, uh, you know, next year uh, Pollard's out of here. And I was like, what? You know, like he, he meant to say free agent, I guess. But like, wow, I think he I said Pollard, he goes, Pollard's a free agent. And I'm like, well, in my head, I'm like, then, then pay him now. But anyway, he goes, Pollard's a free agent. Rico is going to be coming up on a contract soon, which I guess is Rico Daldi or whatever. And he goes, and Zeke makes a lot of money. Like these guys are starting to talk like out of their ass. They, I truly don't know what goes through the mind of some of these guys when they're on these press conferences. Like, dude, I'll tell you right now, bringing this up and this really, really bothered me. And if we did a show last week, I would have, I would have brought it up. And I don't care. Like we had this thing with when me and Brett were like, and I we were me and Brett were in agreement with the remember what he said about Zeke, uh, about him being the running back and for now or whatever it was. I forgot what's yeah, 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 I know. But it was yeah, whatever it was. And me and Brett were like, dude, they gotta have, you know, who cares what they're saying? But I found what Jerry Jones said about Taco Charlton. I don't Ooh. think that was funny. Ooh. That's not funny, man. You people would want to play for you. You're an owner. Shut your mouth already. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. What you, what, I missed this. Well, the, all right. So, the, so here it was. It was just to paint a picture real quick. They did a pre-draft meeting, uh, press conference with Stephen, Jerry, and Mike McCarthy. And Steve, uh, the question was asked to Jerry, um, you know, who makes the decisions around here uh, with, with, with draft picks? And he goes, uh, he goes, well, and he repeated the question. He's like, oh, you know, it looks like a lot of people are wondering who makes the draft picks, who makes the decisions. Uh, well, just so you know, uh, Taco was Steven's pick and everybody laughed and he goes, and Micah was mine. So like, he literally just shit all over Taco. Charlie. Yeah. Like he's a fuck, you know, kids 24, 25. He's still trying to play. It's like, dude, shut your so, mouth, man. So, you know, it's funny. I don't know if you guys noticed. This. I saw his tweet. Which one? Tacos with them, with them on guy with the money. Well, that one, but no, the on cards. draft night when we took the offensive lineman, Tyler Smith, and nobody thought he goes, whose pick was that? <laughs> Who said that? A taco? Taco. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis, 
definitely dominant in dodgeball. <sighs> dominant in California kickball. Monday yeah. through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. Not to, yeah, not to sidetrack too much, but these guys got to stop talking. They already. do. I agree. I agree. It's just it's at a point now where it's getting like cringeworthy, and it's like I don't know, man. It puts, it paints this entire franchise in a bad light, and the the fans have to fucking deal with this shit the entire time. But anyway, moving on. Uh, the Cowboys had four fifth round picks. So again, fifth round picks. When you start getting the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, chances are you know we don't know if they're going to even make the team, but then they could. There's there's plenty of examples out there that have come out and said, you know, or, or have come out of the fifth, sixth, or seventh round and become stars, right? I mean, the, the greatest quarterback of all time was drafted in the sixth round, right? So Tom Brady turned out to be okay. Um, but you're looking at offensive tackle now with round five, pick 155. He came Matt, from Oregon, right? No, this is North Dakota. North Dakota, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, Matt Wal- uh, Walletsko. Okay, first of all, this guy is six seven and a half, and he's 320 pounds. He skies over everybody that we have on this roster. I saw one picture that was like, it's not even like looks could be deceiving. Like the guy was like double the size of his running back. He's a big dude. He's a hard nosed guy. Um, They're being, his playing style is a little rough, but it's like, like Patrick Walker of CBS actually wrote playing style Hulk smash, you know? So this guy is another one of those dudes that I'm telling you that if he gets in there, like, like remember last year where I, I mean, I know I did, I'm sure you guys felt the same way, but when Collins, went to bat for Dak, you know, like when they, when they hit him outside late and Collins went up to rough him up and shit. I feel like this is the kind of guy that would do the same thing. I'm giving this one based off of value for the pick in the fifth round. I'll give it a B minus because I think that addressing the offensive tackle offensive line at all at this point, I know they took the, the kid in the first round, but if you double dip on offensive tackle within one round to five rounds, I think this is a very good play for the Cowboys. Keith. So I give it a C minus and I see, I, I notice how big he is. Um, you know, not normally. I'm. I, you're not going to hear me give many D's and F's in, 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 uh, for a draft. So this one, the reason I say C minus is I, I watched his highlights and I watched his Senior Bowl practice. Uh, I I was actually watching his uh, highlights for a little bit. I think he might be a little slow to play tackle, and, and that's the one thing I noticed. Where I did see there were once or twice people were getting around him, um, and he does depend on his strength more it seems when I'm watching them. So I mean, they could maybe work with it, you know, and he can be, mm-hmm. he might be a successful tackle, but what I'm seeing, I'm not, I, I didn't, I didn't see it. So, but I can see because I mean, you can see he's athletic and he's big and he's strong, you know? So yeah, his 40 yard dash was a, uh, was a five, three, 
or no, 5.03. So he can move. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, he's quick. It, you're right. There's a difference between fast and quick. Yes. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not. He's not going out for passes. I'm talking no, about that. No. First well, actually, step. he did. He did line up for receiver last year once, oh, and he caught a screen. That's uh, great. So if we ever do want to do that Hulk formation again, this is the this is the time to do it. Yeah. So I mean, but just seeing him trying to step out and get that defensive end. And, and yeah. I mean, you're talking NFL defensive end is going to be interesting. Correct. Correct. I agree. Uh, Keith, Brett, sorry. Uh, I'm going to go uh, C plus. Um, again, we're addressing need. I think it's interesting that that we we take um, the other kid. The first round pick could probably, if they move him to guard, the other to tackle. Look, it's a weakness that we have, man. I mean, because Tyron Smith is hasn't played a full season. Uh, who do we have? Steele? Who else? Steele is going to be your right tackle. Your right guard, obviously, is Zach Martin. Your left guard, we lost Connor Williams. Uh, so they replaced, you know, the left side is kind of open between the new draft pick Smith and Connor McGovern. And your center is our boy, Tyler Badass. Um, so he's he's still sticking around. Yeah, I mean, listen, bro, we're, we, we needed it. We needed it. It's a great pick. Um you know, C plus B for me, man. Okay, cool. I you like know, it. all right. We go to the other side of the ball. This is when Dan Quinn starts saying, "All right, enough is enough. Give me some defensive help." Uh, pick one sixty-seven. Deron Bland out of Fresno State. Uh, he has a sub four five forty. He was an official visit for the Cowboys, so they definitely met up with him prior to the draft. And there's a potential conversion to safety in Dan Quinn's system. He's lanky. He's he's got a lot of length to him. He he's a he's a good open field tackler. Again, fifth round, you really don't know what these kids. Um, I'll give this one a C-plus just because, again, he's got the size. He's got that Dan Quinn mold where he likes those tall, lanky guys that can get up and get the ball, be aggressive with it. I don't know if he makes the team. However, you know, we also have to keep in mind we might be without Kelvin Joseph for a little while if things kind of spiral out of, out of control with his homicide case or whatever the fuck is going on with him. You know what I mean? So – we don't know if that's going to happen. If it does, he's not charged. He's not. Charged. I know. I understand it. Neither was Zeke, and he got suspended for six games. So you never know what. Oh no, 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 Zeke hates the, the th This kid, if you know, it's just murder. It'll only be a two-game suspension. <laughs> don't worry about it. And that's it. Just murder. Um, Keith, do you like the idea of taking a corner here uh, deep in the fifth? Yeah. Now, uh, I do. I, I yeah. I meant you know. You know what, man? And when I'm looking at these picks and 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 evaluating them. I'm not really looking at the round. I mean, you can, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you're paying attention to that. I mean, I'm just it's trying to look. It's, just, it's listed there. So no, no, not not. Yeah, I know it is, but I meant like I'm looking at the like what I what I went through the Dallas Cowboys that have but it doesn't have the round next to it. it just has the names. Gotcha. But uh, and I was going through the um, what was going to say the YouTube videos and all this stuff with this kid. Now he started at Sacramento State before he went to Fresno State. So he was at Sacramento State for three years. He only played one year at Fresno, his senior year which impressed the uh, NFL enough to draft him where he's at. Um, when he was at Sacramento State, holy – I mean, he abused it. And then he went to Fresno State, and he had a, obviously an awesome senior year. He had one pick for a touchdown. Um, I like his size, and I like his speed. I like his ball awareness from what I am what I was watching. I give this one a B-, minus, and I, and I say he definitely makes the team. I just want to throw this in there in, the, in this write-up by Patrick Walker of CBS Sports. Uh, this was a very heavily influenced John Bones Jones. Uh, Bones Jones, that's the fucking fighter. Oh, John Bones Fossil. <laughs> John yeah. Bones Fossil. Uh, that was one of his influence picks as well, saying he could be a gunner considering the speed and the way to get away from. Oh, that's know. another thing, bro. He's a, uh, um, I think he set a, a record at Sacramento State for returning kicks. There so, you go. 
Could be a, there could, could be, a, be that could be someone that could be a thing there too. Uh Brett, yeah. what say you, bro? What do we got, man? I, I like this kid. I like the pick. It's a B plus. And again, man, I'm with my brother on the rounds. And here's something you got to realize, little Sturchy. You have to look at how many, how many, first of all, you have 22 positions, okay? Times 30 teams. And it's based on need. So you could go in the fifth round, but be what the eighth defensive back taken. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and yeah. To even be in the top 10 defensive backs out of how many colleges, how many, you know, it's still yeah. a great pick, man. And th the rounds mean nothing the, the, because, it, you know, if we needed a defensive back, he could have went in the second round if he was available. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it just depends on need and, and placement. Um, also, too, you know, you, you get these guys that, that, um, that Quinn likes and, and everything's a system. Right. Right. So, uh, I mean, again, they're not going to pick somebody and be like, oh, well, you know, we were, he was just there. They really were high on this kid. Correct. And, and I think, and I think, uh, you know, defensive back is something that needs to be addressed again. And, uh, I like the pick, man. I, I'm really happy with this draft. It's not as exciting as that the one two years ago when we when we took uh, uh cd lamb i mean that that that, that, that was, yeah it was lamb it was Diggs. that was i mean dude, was it draft. was i mean it was an exciting exciting uh uh draft and even even it, this has been pretty quiet i think what pickett was the only quarterback taken in the first round right or second uh, yeah second first. First, which then. I love that pick for Pittsburgh, by the way. But they, neither I, I learned a lot about I learned a lot about that kid um, via I interviewed somebody from the Test Football Academy in New Jersey. They actually trained Kenny Pickett um, at a college. Like when he decided he was going right to the NFL um, instead of going to a senior year, you know, they got to work with him. It was pretty cool. All right, so pick uh, one seventy six in round five. This one is <laughs> the, the crapshoot. This one is a pick that I really really like. This is Damone Clark out of LSU, the linebacker. Okay, first team all SEC, uh, SEC in 2021, a three-year starter at LSU. So you know how hard that is to start at LSU. The only, obviously, the biggest thing, which, uh, again, this is what knocked him down. He had second, third-round values, according to all these experts out there, and I use air quotes, but, like, he had second and third-round value. He had spinal fusion surgery about two months ago. So he's going to be potentially not playing at all this year. But from what everybody said, he was a semifinalist in the Dick Buckus Award, which is the best linebacker in college. Okay. He was actually a semifinalist with Jabril Cox, current cowboy. So they're pairing them back together again. And from what everything I'm reading and everything I gather, that like a, a, a linebacking core of like Parsons, Cox, and <laughs> I was waiting for you, Cox and, uh, and this kid, um, you know, which I'm call, uh, Damone Clark. This could be some serious, serious impact down the line. I don't know. Uh, again, I don't know about this year. Of course, they asked Stephen Jones. He's like, hell yeah, right? he can play. He can play. We'll see. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, he has no neck right now. <laughs> so, like, everybody calm down. Um, he had basically the Peyton Manning surgery as a 20-something-year-old kid. So, it's going to be a process. This kid can, A, maybe never play in the NFL, or B, be the steal of the 2022 draft. I'm giving this my only A based off the potential. And I know you always talk about potential, about playing up to the potential. If this kid gets on the field and he's healthy, he could be, he can cause some serious havoc. Keith? A minus. Okay. Um, Sturge, I don't think you've used this once, but looking at this kid's highlights, he's, he's a, a monster. 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 He's, <laughs> he's 
freaking this guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude. All right. I'm so sorry. once again, you look at the competition too. Florida, Alabama. I mean, he's just blowing people up. SEC, man. Yeah, Auburn. exactly. Um, and if you look at I mean, and once again, we're good at this. I mean, we what we did with Jalen Smith. I mean, I know he's off the team now, but we had a good two years out of Jalen Smith from you know what I mean? Uh from what happened with his knee surgery. Um, knee injury. Well, uh Bruce Carter's another one we did it with. Bruce Carter. Bruce Carter, and I believe Carolina. Sean Lee. I believe Sean Lee was injured. Sean Lee we, was injured every other third play. I'm just but, saying, so I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like before in the draft, we're like, oh, we might have to wait, we might have to do this. He's another one of these. They brought I, LVE. They brought LVE off the the next stuff. Yeah, I and trust him. He, he became the retarded Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I trust. I, I, look, I trust our doctors. I trust. I trust our training staff, and um. I really like this pick. I give it an A. <laughs> I like it too. Hey, Brett, do you want to crescendo all the way A plus? No, I'm doing B plus. I think oh. it's worth. I think it's worth the risk. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 a great gamble. Plus that plus that injury. I mean, it's it's a serious injury, but it, it is it, it can be rehabbed 100. percent Yeah, from what I gather, you know. Yeah, so it's a it's a gamble. We'll see what happens. Their final pick in round five, uh, pick number one seventy eight overall, John Ridgeway. Out of North, is, can I go at, on this one? Out of Arkansas, nose tackle. Go ahead, Brett. This is my only A plus on the whole thing. I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's the greatest guy ever. I just love this guy. Uh, you know, he's a big body to fill the gap, but I just love I just love him, man. He's he's I, I guarantee you. Uh, he's going to become one of those guys where, like, you know, he's he's always doing something stupid. To me, this this could mean the end of a guy like Brett Urban's uh, chance to come back. He's very similar in size, he's very similar in stature. Um, but dude, no, we need interior, man. That's a, I know. We need and, interior. And so he's the first Razorback from Arkansas that we've drafted since. Felix Jones. Damn it, nailed it. Good job. <laughs> Before I can even finish the goddamn sentence. All right, Felix Jones. He won his state wrestling title at his high school. Okay. He's a former freshman All-American, uh, all-newcomer team. He lacks That's the great. He, he, he's he's a playing. They wrote playing style wrestler. <laughs> like, so, yeah, dude, he's just he's he literally slamming. He literally on his and I think the his per, his post draft press conference stole the show as far as like what he plan. You know, what do you plan on bringing to Dallas? He said, "High motor, blah blah blah." I can't wait to break some necks. <laughs> so I think when he said that, I was like, you know what? I'm so I love this guy. Show. Let's go. So I'm going to give this one a B uh, just for the sole purpose. Of it's this. my only A-plus there, Sturge. We're crescendoing. <laughs> give it an A-plus. All right. You know what? F it. Let's go A-plus. That's, uh, that's going to be our it. guy. I was peer pressured into giving him an A-plus. Uh, Keith, do you still crescendo all the way A-plus plus? No. I give no. it. I, I, no. no it, this is what I loved about him, though. I mean, I think I give it an A-minus. I mean, A-plus. A plus, A plus is you know Reggie White. You know our, bre- our best, I don't think he's gonna be Our best consensus. <laughs> he's only getting A plus because he's awesome. The best consensus pick okay. that we've been able to come up with is the fucking last fifth round pick that we. John Ridgeway. He sounds like a, he, breaking necks and he I sounds like a, a a Game of Thrones character or something. You know what I mean? John Ridgeway. Coming. <laughs> Dude, Ridgeway is definitely on the SEAL team with uh, what's his name? Our, our long snapper. McQuaid and Ridgeway. McQuaid. Wow. That could be a fucking law firm. What I noticed about him, what I loved, once again, SEC, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
a lot of times when he was in the game, they rushed three linemen and he was in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was bull rushing the center. And even what I liked about him too, when he's getting double teamed or when he's getting stood up, it looks like he's beat, but out of nowhere, and this was several times I've seen this, he throws the he throws the defensive, um, sorry, the offensive lineman, and his arms just reach out and grab, like like out of nowhere. Like even the running back thinks he's getting away from, him, but his arms are so long that he can shed the offensive lineman and just grab the running back, really, and just throw him on the ground. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I'm reading this report from Patrick yeah. Walker, and it says the long arms combined with hands the size of a Prius's windshield. <laughs> yeah, but you can just – you can see it in his highlights. When you watch it, you're like, Jesus, like like, – like I'm like, okay, he's getting beat here. I'm like, wait, he didn't. He, he just has- goes – and his arms reach and he just grabbed like get yeah. over here <laughs> like mortal combat stuff yeah. so he has the athleticism according to this report of uh to, to slide the defensive end if needed so like yeah. he has this burst and this uh big no, he's a good he's a good pick he's so it's a, a pick. it's a late one it's our last fifth round pick and then our last pick mr irrelevant for the cowboys comes in the form of devin harper out of oklahoma state uh in round six he's a special teams value kind of guy above average for his position um, as far as athleticism is concerned, he's indecisive, doesn't, you know, needs a couple better, a uh, little better tackling skills, but he fits the mold on the, on the special teams. And that's kind of what we were doing with this last pick. We're like, all right, what can we do? Who's got the best value? You bring on a special teams guy and he can potentially make the team. I don't know if he does because then like when, when I think of back end uh, draft picks, I also think of guys like Francis Bernard and stuff like that. And, and our boy, uh, Luke Gifford, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if this guy plays better than him. Gifford might be the guy that I covet more than I covet the sixth round pick for the Cowboys of this year. So I don't know. I give this one a C, um, but it's all because of the need of, of just extra dudes, extra guys to compete. And then they went off and signed a whole bunch of people, including a kicker out of uh, they did sign a kicker out of um, uh, Texas, Texas Tech. But yeah, go ahead. Do your grade on this last one. Keith. Me. OK, I give it a B plus, man. Oh, All right. Man. Now, listen, Oklahoma State, kind of a local kid, grew up a Cowboy fan. Okay. You know who he reminds me of? My scouting report, Dexter Coakley. And Ooh. I say that because when you're, ever. when you're watching him play, he just likes to hit this kid. Now, I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe his form, but, man, does he come in and just – he wallops. Okay. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I looked at the size. He's six foot – 235. Okay. Um, Dexter Coakley was 5'9, 235. So that's why I'm comparing them. But I can see him uh playing uh the um I was gonna say the outside linebacker on a rotation. Um, sort of like who's the kid we just lost? Uh Neil. Yeah, Keanu Neil, yeah. Like that type of because maybe a safety too, man. Well, I, see, I see him as a nickelback. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, if you watch him, watch him play. he actually ran a four five forty too. So he's got wheels, dude. Yeah, watch. I mean, you watch how he but comes up and hits. He's not afraid. He's not afraid. He's not afraid like to put his fucking head down and you know put you put it that. on. Somebody. And like I said, to you guys in the beginning of this podcast, I think we drafted a bunch of hard nosed, mean, gritty dudes that will kind of change the landscape because I think that we have guys on that team already like it like a Micah Parsons, like a Demarcus Lawrence, those guys are still going to eat your lunch. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're going to go in there and, and really, you know, kick the shit out of a lot of guys. And I think they drafted a lot of comparable dudes. I think Parsons, too, is going to be a, um, more vocal this year, which I'm going to like. He's going to yeah, be more. No, I think, to. you know, 
you know, you come in at first as a rookie and he stepped you know, up, but he's really going to step up. You could tell based off of like a lot of uh, post game interviews and stuff like that. He fucking hates losing. You yeah. know, like when he his demeanor in his press conference when they lose, it's like he doesn't want to be there. Like yeah. Dak and Zeke and all the pros and like the all pro guys, they're going to get out there and talk, you know, and, and answer questions and whatever. You know kind of looks pissed too most of the time. But, sad? You know what's sad to me, man? And is that like I'm so excited about our defense and I'm so excited. I, I am really concerned about our quarterback and, and our coaching. Bro, well, and, and right now. give your pick. Give your, you didn't give us our grade for uh, this kid. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I, I really didn't know that much about him. I'm just going to go a B, B minus. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here, let's get a whole grade for the whole draft. So this draft class, this all that we decided to bring in from the offensive tackles to the receivers to the linebackers to the edge guys, nose tackles, we addressed a lot of needs. Keith, what is your grade for the 2022 draft class with Cowboys? A minus. Wow. Impressive. Brett? B plus. I'm going to go B minus. So the high the high man is uh, is Keith. Um, you know, again. Dang it. You should have went first, then Brett, and then me. And we would have. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't even think about it. Um, well, do it again. What do you give it, Dave? <laughs> I'm going to go with a B minus, Brett. I'm going B plus. Keith? A minus. Wow. Crescendo. Okay. Crescendo it is. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm really excited about this defense, man. And, and I think that, you know, well, if if we can't, if we're not going to get it done on the offense, as long as we get, we, we, we can still win with a defense, man. I need to, I need to know this question answered right now. So the Cowboys dropped to the Niners last year, right? Then obviously you out the door goes guys like Gregory, Cooper, Lyle Collins, Neil, a couple other dudes, right? Then you have free agency where they bring in the Fowlers, the James Washingtons. They bring back some of their own, Dorrance Armstrong, right? Then they have this draft class. Keith, right now on May 1st, as we're recording this, are the Dallas Cowboys better than they were when they lost to the 49ers right now? Yes. I agree. Brett? I mean, it's just a... No. Yeah, I, I participate in the exercise. But wait, wait. Yeah, no, I'm saying no. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I'm well, not saying it because of the players either. I'm saying that you're looking at year two of a Dan Quinn system. You know, you, you're they're getting his, they're getting guys for him. I think we're going to be a better nope. team through nope. our defense. No hard knocks, none of that yeah. bullshit. I no. think we're going to be a better team through our defense this season. That's what I think. I, I, I mean, I think our defense is. I'm, I'm looking forward to those guys play. Like he said, we got another another year of experience. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to watching Diggs play and and. Um, I'm just our biggest concern is to me is I, I'm still, I mean, what do we know, do with this with our head coaching and well, and here's our here's here's I my mean, theory. Here's my theory with with my. Well, you act like you act like Dak is like I, I get the Dak, but but he's not. He is a top. Listen, this is top, one more year. This is 10. one not more with Brady year. back. He's he's top ten. We'll, we'll, we'll put lower end ten, eleven. One but more. I mean, he can win us a Super Bowl, bro. Again, more. there's a difference between statistics and analytics, and you're 100 percent right. He can win us a Super Bowl, okay? Yeah, but I mean, just like Trent Dilfer won one. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sh I'm not shitting on him. It's just my biggest concern. I get it, I get it. But he's, but he is better than Trent Dilfer. He's better than Nick Foles, and he's better than those quarterbacks. I, I see agree, hundred percent. I agree. And my, but my thing was with and Dak aside, because you know me, I'm, I'm going to be a Dak believer till the day he's out. Right? It's not. Listen, I'm, again, it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm shitting on him. It's a major concern for me. You're what? in the fucking playoffs. 
Okay, you're you're the leader of the team. You you and you played like a like like you were a, a, a second year quarterback. <laughs> and then McCarthy's time management on it, it was just garbage, undisciplined is football. The, is this the drunk episode? So are we better? I mean, better than what? Better than what? <laughs> that episode's it's great. Stupid question. First I go, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? You know what? Dak wants to get paid the highest. <laughs> He wants to get paid the highest, and he loses that game. And then Brett goes, no, let me go. Let me go. Dak wants to get paid the highest. And I'm like, it's my turn. Dak wants to get paid Don't fucking sound like Skip goddamn Bayless. Listen, my thing is this. Dak aside, Mike McCarthy is coaching for his life right now, okay? Sean Payton is literally in the shadows, okay? This is this is make or break for for, for Mike McCarthy. Dave, 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 Dave. Listen, on, I, on, I don't think – and and. And, and and I know because you come from a wrestling background, we we love the backstory and everything. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You're in the what? What else do you need? You're you're in the NFL. You're a head coach. You're in the fucking playoffs. What what do you need more motivation? So he'll be coaching his ass off this year because he could. Yeah, he ha- his back's against the wall because he sucked. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, man? Oh, well, I'm I'm more concerned with the McCarthy than I am with a Dak. I like Dak as our Correct. quarterback, and I and I can see I do I can see him with the right pieces. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about quarterback too much because he is that good that we don't have to worry about him too much. He's not he's not Tom Brady. No, he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, it's not what I'm saying. But he's definitely good enough. He's the uh, uh, third. Okay. Best, he's the third best quarterback in the NFC right now. Third. Okay. But but we're, we're again. We're, I don't I don't. We don't have to get into it. I don't no. know for we're not. I don't know if we're a better team. The only way we're going to know is if these problems are addressed. I listen just, again. You you throw in a you threw an interception in our own red zone. You 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 missed your progressions. You 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 overthrew your clock management. Was it garbage. Thirty nine yard and, line. It wasn't his own own. Whatever. whatever. We're whatever. in the playoffs. <laughs> we're in the playoffs. No fake news. We're we're in the playoffs. No, yeah, this isn't this isn't a second year quarterback. His performance, listen, his performance sucked last year. But then, if you really want to get nasty, or not nasty, but if you really want to get like specific, his his performance against Seattle was amazing. His performance against the Rams was good. We just didn't have a defense that day. He can win games, and he will win games this year. We know he can. But but again, like I I still I still say the reason we lost that game was the Putin price hike. I traded in my truck. I can't do the diesel prices. Anymore. You guys, but it's hilarious though that you have the you have a guy that that is so highly paid, and and you're and you're just like, well, he can win for us. Oh, really? Yeah. Is, is that is that what we're getting for our four hundred million dollars or whatever? He is? can. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> okay. He can. He, he can just he stand. Can. I mean, well, that's what, that's Trent what we Dill want. for one. Nick Foles won. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Come on. Yeah, but you can't. That's not even. Come on. How long did they? All last? right. So with what am I? What am I going to say, Brett? With that being said, no, um, I, I do think I, I mean again that that's my only questions. I, I, all jokes aside, I'm pretty optimistic. Um, I, I think that you know, Dak. I think hopefully we learned from from those mistakes. What did we learn from last year? <laughs> and with that being said, and with and, that and because wait, said- man, I I thought we would learn against the you know because how we the Rams in the playoffs the, the two years before that, and then not making the playoffs two years in a row, then finally yeah. getting. But we're learning because we're learning. <laughs> we're learning. That's what we're doing. Hell yeah. yeah. We're learning. Yep. 2020s is for 
uh, learning. <laughs> so, with that being said, and we're not about to get into the other teams in the NFC. Maybe we'll get into that draft later. Uh, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles killed it. I think the Eagles paper. killed it with AJ Brown, according to and then their draft picks. And of course, the Giants did well. The Commanders, Redskins, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they stink still. They they overshot on a receiver in the first round. So I'm excited about that. But with that being said, <laughs> for Dave Sturchio alongside Brett and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. So just do that. Tell your friends about us, and uh, we'll see you next week. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Run Zeke, up the middle, he's gone! Zeke's gone, goodbye Zeke! Touchdown! Short yardage, pinched it!